It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Great to be with you today. Lots to run through. By the way, um, if you want to get us on the Internet, live stream on the Internet, uh, wabcradio.com is one day one way to do it, or just uh, larrykudlowshow.com. You can get us all across the country and around the world and throughout the solar system. We have a terrific following around the solar system. And incidentally, during the week on Fox Business Television, the name of the show is Cudlow, and it's 4 to 5 p.m. every single day. And um, please watch it. If you can't make it at 4, you can call up your favorite 9-year-old who will show you how to DVR the show. So that's uh, that's our communication story. Uh, I want to begin today uh, with the tragic, tragic assassination of uh, former Prime Minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, uh, who I knew rather well uh, through various meetings. As director of the National Economic Council, I also was the international Sherpa for various G7s and G20s and UNs and whatnot, and um, and I want to extend my very sincere condolences uh, to the family of Shinzo Abe and also to all the people of Japan. And I want to say Mr. Abe was a conservative reformer. Uh, he was a great believer in free and uh, open discussions, free and open Indo-Pacific strategies. He was the guy that came up with the Indo-Pacific idea, which strategically became a very important point for the United States. Abe understood quite clearly the threat from China and Xi, Xi Jinping, and so he set up what became known as the Indo-Pacific strategy. And the cornerstone of that strategy was Australia, India, Japan, and the United States. Uh, Japan was uh, was and is our greatest ally in the Indo-Pacific area. Australia, I might add, is also a great ally. And in many ways, India is also a great ally, but of course, my disappointment in India because they are helping Russia in the Ukraine war by buying a lot of Russian oil. They're buying a million barrels a day. Uh, that's restocking uh, Russian uh, cash to finance uh, Putin's military uh, war machine. Very disappointed in India. But India has um, always been an ally, particularly with respect to defending against China. And... Uh, Prime Minister Abe uh, was a leader in creating that uh, quad, if you will. Uh, You know, spending a lot of time with Abe in these various meetings, as I said, G7, G20, UN, he made many visits to the White House, uh, many lunches in the cabinet room with the president. I was there, I guess all of them, at least for three years, 
and um, even Mar-a-Lago, there were a beautiful luncheon. I guess I'm going to say two, uh, a dinner and a lunch in Mar-a-Lago uh, with President Trump and Prime Minister Abe. I, I, there may have been more, frankly, but you uh, you get to know people. And I always believed that the former prime minister was head and shoulders above all the other, you know, big shot heads of state that uh, we came into contact with. Head and shoulders. He was a brilliant politician. He was a great leader of Japan. He worked very hard, not only with the uh, U.S.-Japanese alliance, not only with President Trump, they were great friends, uh, but also um, at home, Abe was an economic reformer. He tried hard to reignite the Japanese economy. Uh, I'm not sure he was able to succeed, but Abenomics, Abenomics became a, a catchphrase. And I always thought, frankly, although he pursued Keynesian policies in Japan, his uh, motives were good. I, I don't think his specific operations were were great. They were not. I used to say this at almost every meeting with him: uh, cut taxes, deregulate, cut taxes, and deregulate. Uh, Japan, as you may know, is a very tightly knit, uh, centralized economy. Uh, there was a time when it, it grew at four, five, six percent every year, but they have not done that. I don't know, in 20 years, 25 years. But I thought that Abe's great, uh, really great contribution to the American relationship, to defending against uh, communist China, uh, was in the military and foreign policy area where he elevated Japan. He re really reinvigorated, resurrected Japan as a major world player. He beefed up the Japanese defense budget he ran it the highest it had been, I don't know, probably since the end of World War II and um, became a strong voice on the world stage. And it's interesting, um, uh, yesterday, actually, I think it was Thursday night, uh, uh, President Trump called me uh, on another matter not uh, Abe, but we got around to talking about the terrible, terrible news. I think uh, National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien got the news from the Japanese foreign minister or foreign ministry and then immediately texted President Trump to let him know. Trump called Robert back. Uh, Robert was on our TV show talking about this uh, last evening. So anyway, President Trump called me about uh, trade and then he also called me again on yesterday about the jobs numbers, but we got around to talking about uh, Abe. Trump really loved Abe. He regarded Abe as his closest friend, his closest ally, and uh, by far closer than any other of the G7 leaders or the G20 leaders. Because Abe was so supportive, Abe was... Abe loved America, loved America, and realized how important it was to praise America, to bring out the best in America. You know, you had all these heads of state in Western Europe particularly, but not only, 
You know, a bunch of ankle biters, honestly. A bunch of little ankle biters. Really. On the whole, I would call them small men. And I would call Prime Minister Abe a great man. A Japanese patriot and a great man. And Donald Trump's closest head of state friend, by far. And i tell you a quick anecdote about this. We were in a UN bilateral meeting uh, with uh, President Trump and Prime Minister Abe. And I witnessed what I think was the single best presentation I saw in my three years uh, as the NEC director in International Sherpa. So, you know, there were threats. Uh, Japan has a fairly protected economy and their trade policies lean towards protectionism. But Abe was bound and determined to open that up as you know, part of his effort to make a stronger economy and part of his effort, I mean, he wanted free and open trade, not only in the Indo-Pacific, but with America. Abe understood and he needed America to be strong and great in order to fend off China uh, and Russia for that matter, and even some of the craziness in, um, in Europe. So, uh, Abe pulls out this 50-page chart book <laughs> showing President Trump with great clarity, I mean, charts and bullets, that Japan is America's best trade ally, top investor, and top manufacturer. And one of the great slides in that 50-page chart book, more Japanese cars are made in America than in Japan. And in fact, more Japanese cars were made here in America than produced by all but one U.S. car maker. I think Ford tied the Japanese cars. But that was all. And I'll tell you, it was a jaw-dropping it was a jaw-dropping presentation. And uh, as the prime minister went through his paces, after that, and Trump loved it. He was totally focused. President Trump loves, you know, good, well-made chart books. And all of a sudden, talk of trade protectionism, which could have come up in that bilateral meeting, was completely cast aside, permanently, no more. And instead, I think that chart book open the door to a new era in U.S.-Japanese trade, an opening of U.S.-Japanese trade, where subsequently, in the next couple of years, U.S.-Japanese trade improvement deals were struck. I mean, it was just so good, you, you cannot believe it. Not vague and general and platitudes like these other heads of state always do, and it's just blowing hot air and so forth. This was like hard facts, and the end of the chart book presentation, Mr. Abe just said his goal here was not simply to stop protectionism between the two countries, but to open up trade to mutual advantage. And it was fabulous. And it worked. And I'll say another thing here. 
Prime Minister Abe was always very kind to me personally. Personally. And, and, you know, over a period of three years with many, many meetings, I mean, that was, you can imagine it, it would be important. Very kind to me personally. And after my, and thankfully minor cardiac episode, I'll call it, every time he saw me, whether it was in the White House or G7 meetings or G20 meetings, or I remember bumping uh, bumping into him in uh, one of these crowded corridors at the UN uh, meetings, when he stuck out his, he stopped, you know, he was, he was walking to another meeting and he had several, you know, his fi- foreign minister was there, finance minister. He stopped, saw me, walked over, put his hand out and wanted to know how I was, how I was feeling. And virtually every other time I saw him, I mean, it, it might have been in, the, in our cabinet room, a luncheon with President, Prime Minister Abi would walk around the long table and uh, put his hand on my shoulder or give me a handshake and just wanted to know how I was, how was my health. And uh, I appreciate that a lot. And that's the kind of man he was. He was a great Japanese patriot. He was America's most loyal supporter. And uh, in my best plain English he was what you call a great man. His assassination is a terrible, tragic event, and also a tragic event with respect to the whole free world and the movement towards freedom and openness and the coalition of the willing to defend against China which is so important. Again, my deep, sincere condolences to Mr. Abe's family and to the entire Japanese nation. We lost a great man, truly. May God watch over him and may he rest in peace. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.